0: everybody welcome to Trek Trek. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Randy Nelson.
1: Hey, are you real or are you a Talusian, uh, Talosian? uh Sorry. A Telosian illusion.
0: Uh I cannot confirm or deny.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, they're pretty good with their illusions, so I'll take it.
0: It's true. <laughs> How's it going? Uh pretty good. Not too bad. It's uh it's the weekend, so I yeah. have to go back to work tomorrow, which is not amazing, but...
1: but But just think you're you know one day closer to the next episode. That's Star true. Star Trek Discovery. That is true. The 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 event which uh we base our entire weeks off of, right? Uh-huh. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a giant clock at my desk and it just says time until next Star Trek Discovery. No, I don't really, but that's an idea.
0: Uh there aren't uh that many episodes left on the whole. We're yeah, we're ours. past we're past the halfway point at any rate. Oh wow, that's that's uh
1: that's a lot. Wait, are we gonna get a mid season break here? I don't know. We did in the first season. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like we're uh, reaching a, a turning point.
0: Uh, we're gonna talk about Star Trek Discovery season two episode nine, Project Dataless. Original air date March fourteenth, twenty nineteen. Uh, episode begins with Admiral Cornwell arriving on Discovery via shuttle. Uh Pike tells her about his suspicions about Section thirty one, but Admiral Cornwell is there to see Spock. She doesn't care about his suspicions. hmm Uh meanwhile, Pike thinks Tyler is the saboteur, but Michael believes otherwise. Uh Cornwell determines Maybe
1: determined- she's been watching the sorry, I was gonna say maybe she's been watching the show.
0: Yeah. Oh, Michael. Michael seems to be right about a lot of things. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Uh, Cornwell determines that Spock believes that he is innocent, but it doesn't jibe with the footage of him killing the people at Starbase 5. Uh, Cornwell tells Pike and Saru that the admirals running Section 31, including Admiral Pitar, who is a logic extremist, uh, have command over an AI known as Control have
1: uh, we ever heard of this before?
0: Uh, Control was brought up either last episode or the one before it. Uh, okay.
1: But, but I mean, it's new to Discovery.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's not like Memory Alpha. It's something different.
0: Uh, it's not the
1: databank of Starfleet. This is an AI that helps strategize? Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, Unlike the... Uh, it's not quite the AI that is updating DS9 episodes to high res.
1: Exactly, that's so cool.
0: I I hope that really works out because I'd love to see DS Nine in high res.
1: Yeah, just just uh, you know, hurry up before you get a (laughs) season just.
0: Cornwall wants to break into Section Thirty One and a reset control, so it's a heist. It's going to be a heist episode. Okay, I'm in. Uh, on the bridge, Tilly tells Pike and Cornwall that Tyler's transmissions were sent to an abandoned prison, which happens to be Section Thirty One's HQ. That's definitely Tyler. Uh, then something credits when the episode comes back. Uh, Commander Arium, the the robotic uh member of their crew. Sure, whatever she. I mean, we've
1: never seen anything about her really.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> At all that, that's always been a problem with Discovery is that you mm-hmm. know a handful of characters, and everyone else is just hey, that they're in the person,
1: background. they're extras. Yeah, we've always wondered what's up with her.
0: You know, she seems so cool. Uh, Commander Aram is in her quarters, deleting and saving some of her memories. Uh, we see Aram when she was fully human in one of her memories. Uh, so mm-hmm. she's a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh. Which makes sense, because, you know, Data was supposed to be the first artificial...
1: Yeah, the first androids. So we're kind of like, wait, is she like a really early android? But it turns out she's sort of a Robocop, if you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, in engineering, uh, Michael and Spot catch up on the signals and the red angel, and uh, Stamets is trying to figure out why the sport drive isn't working. Uh, on the bridge, Ariam is decrypting the transmissions when she gets stopped by the red signals she's been seeing. Uh, Section 31's HQ is surrounded by mines. Uh, Pike is not pleased about this. Uh, Admiral Cornwall tells him that he set out the war because they want the best of Starfleet to survive. So, Pike is the best of Starfleet.
1: Yeah, I guess he represents everything Starfleet stands for. Yeah, Pike Pike and the the crew of of the Enterprise.
0: While they were off doing the Cage episode, Mm -hmm. this Klingon war was happening. Yeah. Um... Michael and Spock play chess to help him get back to his logical way of thinking. Unfortunately, Spock doesn't want to play along and instead makes illogical moves. Uh, Spock tells Michael that the logic extremists weren't after her. They were after Spock because he's half human. Uh, Spock now feels angry and enjoys expressing emotion.
1: And meanwhile, uh, you know, you mentioned this earlier, but we've learned that one of the Starfleet admirals is a logic extremist. Uh-huh. And that kind of, it's not really weird to me. Like, it's almost like, you know, giving kind of a terrorist, a, you know?
0: Yeah. A job yeah, at Starfleet. it's not great.
1: Hmm. Uh, anyways.
0: I don't know. Well, we what we've learned from Star Trek in general is that you can't trust the admirals.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: There's always something going on. Mm, The Admiralty, yes. Uh, Discovery arrives at Section 31 HQ. There's no response to hails, so Discovery has to fly in. Uh, To make matters worse, Discovery's shields have to be down because the mines are attracted to shields. Mm, Convenient. Uh as discovery gets closer, they're attacked by blade mines. so there's not just one type of mine, there are two types of mines hmm
1: uh these blade can,
0: yeah, these blade mines are being controlled by someone uh so yeah, they're just like remote controlled spinning blades
1: like they con- can saw through the hull of the ship
0: yep, uh then they are attacked by blackout mines, a third type of mine <laughs> uh which disrupt navigation. Uh right. I I thought this was really silly. Like it felt very video gamey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we need to avoid okay, avoid the buzz mines. Now avoid the blackout mines.
0: <laughs> it's like, first there's the regular mines. Take off your sh- turn off your shields so that you can get through the regular mines. Oh mm-hmm. now there are blade mines, which you can't mm-hmm. avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh now there are blackout mines so you don't know where you're going. Um Michael figures out that the mines are learning to anticipate Discovery's moves, so she recommends introducing randomness and chaos. So Pike has the bridge crew call out random evasive patterns, and mm-hmm. uh, Discovery makes it through the mines, but the ship is dead in the water.
1: Yeah, and and all the while, uh, Arium is attempting to upload something.
0: Yeah, something's going on over there. Uh, yeah, something's up.
1: Did, did you find that, the, that this um, was... Was Michael, do you think, inspired by her game of 3D chess? Oh, yeah, with, probably. With Spock to say, oh, no, we have to just make random moves.
0: Yeah, probably. Like he was doing, yeah. Uh, Admiral Patar hails Discovery and tells them that the tech on Discovery was ordered by Starfleet Command. Wow. Uh, Pike still intends to execute the mission of resetting control. Arium goes along with Michael and Nan, the security chief. Nan has suspicions about Arium.
1: Yeah, but still
0: like still agrees to let Arium go along, which I found very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all all three of them wear EV suits and then beam onto the facility, which is dark and gravityless. Uh none uh despite having said suspicions about Arium, Nan splits off to restore power to the facility while Michael and Arium find uh, four dead Starfleet officers. Um they discover that the victims died at least two weeks ago. And one of the bodies is Admiral Patar. Oh, jeez. And who was the, on the phone? Uh, on the bridge of discovery, Saur Disco- uh, discovers that the Pitar they talked to earlier was a hologram, and that the Spock who killed the people on Starbase 5 was also a hologram, meaning Section 31 frame Spock. And I put in parentheses, duh. Uh, <laughs> These holograms were created by control. Okay, uh, so
1: these holograms were created by an AI. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh.
0: So I think you know where this is going. An AI <laughs> taking over Section 31. Mm-hmm. Something yep. eradicates all sentient life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's Skynet.
1: Yep. Star Trek Skynet.
0: Uh, yeah. Tilly figures out that control allowed them to board uh, because they wanted something from Arium. Uh, mm-hmm. Arium offloaded her personal memories because she needed the hard drive space for something else. Uh, Pike tells Michael and Non to stop Arium, and a fight ensues. Uh, Arium easily stops Non by removing her breathing apparatus, but, but Michael puts up more of a fight, and uh, Michael is eventually able to lock up Arium. Uh, Tilly figures out that Arium had downloaded all the spheres data on artificial intelligence so that control can become fully conscious. Uh, Spock's vision was that of control destroying all sentient life. Uh, control locks Michael out of the computer terminal and Arium is about to break free. So Tilly calls Arium and tries to appeal to her humanity. Unfortunately, the human part of Arium is losing against control. So Arium wants Michael to send Arium out into space. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael up the airlock. Yeah, space them like a like a Cylon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael wants to stop control instead, but everyone, Arium included, tells her to open the airlock. Uh, Ariam's last words to Michael are that control wants to kill Michael specifically, and that they have to find Project Dataless. Uh, mm-hmm. Before Michael can find out what that means, Arium is ejected into space by Nan. And uh, Aram's last memory, which Tilly had sent her, is Aram on the beach with her husband when she was still fully human. Which was a—it was a touching ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I like the character development of Aram, although I yeah. wish they had developed this character earlier. Yeah. It was very obvious they were going to kill off this character because of how much character development there was in this episode.
1: That was happening right from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I was, I found uh, now that I knew more about Arium, I thought, wow, what a cool character, what a compelling character, yeah. you know, that, that, uh, you could really do some stuff with this character in the, in the stories. Um, and unfortunately, uh, no, apparently. Well, so I have a, I have a crackpot theory, but I'm to talk more about the episode before <laughs> I get to that. <laughs> yeah. So what did you, what'd you think? I, I really liked this episode. Um, but how do you feel?
0: no i i liked it i mm-hmm. i would, my my main complaint was that they didn't develop they didn't do a good job of developing these side characters earlier no.
1: and i wonder if they're going to learn from that or you know once kind of they they see the reaction to people seeing this episode that you know it, yes it was sad um what what happened but you know I can, I can only imagine if this had been a character that had been developed you know throughout two you know one and a half seasons
0: yeah like i would love for them to take a break from the main red angel storyline and mm-hmm. just focus on some of the side ones for an episode Fo- mm-hmm. Focus on you know detmer and like the other people on the bridge mm-hmm. or you know
1: yeah, they could have an episode where you know you just you kind of get to see a day in the life of yeah, these yeah. characters. Don't
0: even like show Michael or Saru or Pike or whatever. Just mm-hmm. show these new these other characters who have yeah. these underdeveloped characters.
1: Well, it's kind of like the uh, what was it like the below decks yeah. idea? Yeah, right? exactly. Where- you see, kind of, these day to day folks that are on the bridge, et cetera, and you get to know a little more about them. And there's been plenty of room in past tracks for that sort of thing. You know, every episode didn't have to further some overarching plot.
0: Yeah. And what makes it even worse, though, is that these aren't even like tertiary characters. These are the equivalent of like Jordy mm-hmm. <laughs> or the equivalent of, you know, well, I would even say Barclay, but that's going even a little further. But, you know, mm-hmm outside of the main crew there's those other characters to talk right about.
1: yeah i mean we the other people on the bridge if you think of it that way there's you know there's jordy there's um Worf, Wharf, there's, yeah. there's Chekhov, sulu yeah. Yeah. you know so uhura yeah
0: yeah it's like troy <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean we know those characters
1: mm-hmm. but right now we really we know uh we know Pike, we know Michael, we Saru. know
0: Saru Stamets.
1: We, Stamets and Tilly. A little bit of uh of Hugh Colbert.
0: Yeah. Culber. Yeah. So, yeah. L- a little bit of I mean we know about Tyler. Mm-hmm. But. Right,
1: but not these other folks that are super crucial, yeah, and I feel like we're getting we're they're getting pushed to the forefront a little bit more this season, but it's just a shame that you know, wow, here's this Ariam, this really interesting character. we've wanted to know what the deal was with her for so long, and then it's you know finally we get this interesting you know this backstory, this potential for this character, and then she's snuffed out
0: right. So
1: who knows? Will we see her again?
0: Alright, what's your crackpot theory?
1: Alright, so my crackpot theory, well, I think it's becoming fairly obvious that the Red Angel is is Michael. Uh huh. But if you want to take a s you you want there to be a twist, I think what if um you know, I still really feel that calypso ties into this somehow. And it's just such a uh you know, it's just uh, such a you know, outside like like what what was that episode for? You know, it's such a random thing, even for a short trek, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what if the the crazy thing that ha- ends up happening is, you know, the uh, AI on the on the Calypso, or on the uh, sorry, the AI from Calypso, the AI on the on the uh, the thousand years from now uh, Enterprise encounters uh, Arium's coffin, or what have you, or encounters Arium floating through space. Right. And realizes, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to go figure out what happened to the crew. Um, so I'm going to upload myself into this cybernetic body okay. and become the Red Angel.
0: Yeah, I could see it. But
1: but I, I think where we're heading is somehow Michael's going to travel through time.
0: Yeah. I mean, why is Control so dead set on finding Michael?
1: and you know there's the question that keeps getting you know kind of bludgeoned over our heads of why why did the red angel appear to spock why to spock why only spock right and so my thoughts are well either it's either it's michael or someone sent by michael or it's spock someone sent by spock you know what i mean like uh-huh. why would why would the red angel appear only to spock well i guess it stands to reason that it would have to be told to appear to Spock and, you know, so it's either someone who knows Spock or it's someone who knows of Spock and knows of the timeline.
0: So um, maybe you know, it's time traveling old Spock from the movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see that, but that would be pretty interesting. But, yeah, I'm I'm still thinking that there is going to be some sort of payoff to that Calypso short track. All right. Um, Because if we think about it now, we have AI wanting to snuff out all life. And we have an AI that fell in love with a human.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Right? I don't know. I feel like there's something more. Again, though, I I do come back to the what about for for people that never watched that short track, is it just going to be way too out there? Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I really. I hope it doesn't end up being Michael. But I think we're heading in that direction.
0: Yeah, it'd be too obvious for it to be Michael. But you know that hasn't stopped discovery before. <sighs>
1: Hence, it is the AI. The evolved ship's computer of the Discovery in the host body of Commander Arium, who will then rejoin the cast, <laughs> and, and you'll have a character who is part human, part Starship.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Alright. Uh next time we're gonna talk about the Red Angel, so we may get uh some revelations in that episode. I'm super excited.